Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my ghoul friend Jessica. Hello. Hello. And today we're bringing another installment into our Scary AF Reddit stories. You're going to get quite a bit of that this month because stuff's happening. So, you know, it'd be a good time. I'm traveling, folks. Jessica's coming to see me. Yay! I didn't know if I was allowed to say it. (laughs) I mean, you're allowed to say it because by the time they hear it, I mean. Well, this is on Thursday, so you still won't be here quite What are they going to do? It's a whole week. (laughs) Everyone's going to show up here. It's fine. <laughs> That's expensive. <laughs> like the extrovert in me is like, hell yeah. And then the introvert in, in me is like, uh, no. Yeah. That but would, anyways. <laughs> would probably so. freak me the fuck out. <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, Jessica's coming and I'm starting a new grown-up job. So there's going to be quite a bit of this this month. I have another fun one that'll be coming that's a little different than the normal creepy stories. And if you don't like me reading, then I guess you might not want to listen to these episodes. <laughs> but anyways, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first, st- we got, I don't know how many stories are. I don't know how many stories are, guys. I'm just going to read until I'm like, look at the time and be like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> All right, so the first Reddit story comes from user Uncle Coyote. Oh, I've told this story before, but it's perfect and the thread is young. So, small apartment, new wife, first kid. In order to get into the kitchen from the living room, you have to... I don't know what this word is. Slalom? Like slither? Maybe? Pass the couch, a computer desk, and into the doorway. Wait, what's the, what was the word? It's S-L-A-L-O-M. Slalom? 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 Slither? Squeezer? I don't know. Slalom. For a child who is just learning to run and a computer desk that is the perfect, make sure your kids eat crayons and can only count spaghetti height, it was a nightmare. I was tired, positioned on one end of the couch, and trying to watch TV. I had just worked a million hours at the factory and just wanted to get some peace. Zoom. My daughter runs by me at I can't wait I can't wait to wear helmet speeds and I catch her before she bonks off the desk. I tell her to stop running to the kitchen and go back to dazing in front of the TV. Zoom, she tries it again, giggling, thinking it's now a game. 
I'm tired, cranky, and now I'm trying to keep a kid from making sure her only college choice is burger while my wife watches TV on the other end of the couch. I turn her around, yell at her more sternly, and repeat this game about three more times. Then, half asleep, I watch in horror as a little blonde head zooms past me into the kitchen. I lose my shit. I jump up, I'm yelling, and stomp into the kitchen, just in time to see the cupboard under the sink close. What in the hell are you doing? I yelled. What in the hell was that? My wife asked behind me, eyes wide and pale, and my young daughter, mostly asleep in her arms. We never ever looked and moved soon after. <laughs> I wouldn't look either. I'd be like, mm, no, I can't hurt be me like, if I don't go near it. All the cleaning supplies under there, that's yours now. I don't want it. I don't want it. Right? The trash bags? Trash bags are yours. <laughs> uh, okay. The next story comes from user definitely my one account, which means they definitely have probably like 50. It's fine. No judgment. My parents' bedroom is at the front of the house, immediately at the front door. My mom goes out maybe once a year, and one night she came in at maybe 2 a.m. from her annual girls' night. She took her shoes off and headed upstairs to me in my sibling's bedroom to say goodnight. My dad sleeps like a log, but for some unexplained reason, he was aware that the front door opened for a second time. It took him a few seconds to make it to the front door, and my mom was halfway up the stairs, but a random man was standing inside the house. Nope. Seeing my dad's shocked face, he said, the house a couple doors down is being robbed and I was trying to tell someone, and then ran outside and down the street. The chances that this man happened to catch my mom on a rare occasion she went out and basically the unheard of occasion that she didn't lock the door behind her and my dad manages to protect the family. I have screamed bloody murder and he hasn't stirred. I can't imagine what would have happened and this guy was any luckier. My mom maybe never would have made it up the driveway or we could have all been in danger. Ew. That's scary. Don't like, don't like, don't like. Okay. Oh, this person's got a interesting name their username's whack job ksp okay <laughs> i used to <laughs> i used to take walks in the woods of the appalachia quite a bit when i was younger i told the story of turnarounds so this time i'll just remember the basement i came across a really old clapboard house it was so old and decrepit that the floors had fallen in and only other parts of the house walls and some of the chimneys stood still i looked at it for a minute and then a thought pops in my head Ah, if I go around to the right side and around the back, I'll find some stairs leading down to the basement. Why? Why are you going to go look for a basement and go in it in a creepy house? Why? I'm already here, so I might as well go say hello. I walked around the house's right side and found the stairs. I went down them and I knocked on the door. After the second knock, I hear someone on the other side scrambling at the locks on the other side, like in a huge rush. I hear them mutter to themselves, just a minute, don't go, don't go. All at once, I realized where I was and what I was doing, and the fact that someone was about to open that door. I got the hell out of there fast, and I never went back. <laughs> yeah, you probably almost became a skin suit, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right, this one's from Low Tier Computer. Buddy and I were hiking at dawn during a camping trip. Walking along a path, I heard a zing like a bird chirp in my ear. A second or so later, a tree kind of pops next to my buddy. It's at that point we realized that there was a crack and we had been shot at. We informed the park ranger around noon and he ended up finding an old guy hunting illegally. Not sure if he was charged or anything. Eee. Ironically, while that was happening, a firework went off behind me. 
Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> right. Hmm. All right. Etsu Ra writes, When I was a kid, around 12 or so, my dad would always wake me up in the middle of the night to go hunting. I fucking hate hunting. A few weeks prior to this night, I saw an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark about the Jersey Devil. I was on edge because I knew my dad would make me go hunting soon, and we sometimes hunt in Jersey. Sure as shit, he wakes me up one morning at like 3 a.m. and we're off to the woods in Jersey in pitch black so that he could be there and set up all before the deer came out. I'm up in the stand starting to calm down when I see a little figure on the ground. It's human, with a face I can barely make out since it's a bit far in distance, but I know it's human and it's like two to three feet tall. Sir, that would be a, like, baby. Toddler. Child. (laughs) (laughs) I like, no. Demon. (laughs) Yes, demon. (laughs) I'm losing my shit and I don't want to say anything because I know my dad will just tell me to suck it up. I stare at this fucker for at least four hours until we get down from the stand and walk towards it to leave. It's a fucking lawn gnome. (laughs) Miles and miles deep in the woods. There's no roads for a long while and certainly no houses. How the fuck did a gnome get here? The stand we were in wasn't even a permanent stand. It was one we put up when we got there. I'm sure somebody just fucking with other people just left it. (laughs) Right. Okay. Good time. The Kiesla is this person's name. Just a few weeks ago, we were on a road trip from BC to San Diego, and we came upon a campsite just outside of Crescent City, California. We drove through. One side of the campground was relatively empty. I noticed a few scattered tents, but nobody close to the location we ended up picking. We had tons of space. We wanted an early night, so I started a fire while my girlfriend started cooking. We ate, had a few beers, and climbed up on our rooftop tent with our dog by 9 p.m. or so. I had a rough time sleeping and woke up a few times, but finally fell into a decent sleep. In the pitch dark with all of our tents and windows and canvases closed, I was awoken at 1 a.m. by someone whistling outside of our tent to the tune of When the Saints Come Marching In. After a few minutes of this repetitive whistling, I nudged my girlfriend who awoke and was obviously freaked out as well. The whistling turned into chanting things like, When you sleep here, you disrespect me, and when you disrespect me, you disrespect the U.S. Marines. The person, <laughs> the person would start spelling out the words like, Flee. The verbiage and the tone kept getting more and more aggressive, so we decided we had to make a move. I slowly unzipped the tent while our guard dog was snoring and put my head out of the tent. I took a few seconds to let my eyes adjust and figure out where the person was. I felt more confident once I could somewhat see in here, so I climbed down and the girlfriend passed me the dog as she climbed down too. We flipped the tent up without securing it and we jumped into the truck while the person was still whistling and headed to a motel in Crescent City. The next morning, we drove back to get the few belongings that weren't in the truck, and a family who had been camping a few sites over said it went on for another two to three hours. It was the scariest thing their family had ever experienced. Ugh. See, people who do shit like that, like, don't do that. No, no. Don't be it's either haunted or like a creeper, so either one's not good. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was a person. Probably. Okay. This person writes, I was house-sitting in a huge house and set up a canary camera near my bedroom. I had an uneasy feeling that someone else was in the house with me, so I set up the camera just to be sure no one came near my room. In the middle of the night, someone approached it from behind and turned it so it faced a blank wall. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. No. I don't like that. 
Then a few minutes later, it turned back to the way it was before. It tripped the canary and I got a notification on my phone. I saw it and searched the house thoroughly the next morning and never found anything. Needless to say, I slept with my door locked the rest of my time there. I mean, at least, like, I wouldn't have even stayed. I would have been like, nope, bye. Exactly. Mm -mm. See you later. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Oh, imported thighs is this person's username. Closest I've got to a haunted house is a haunted room. I used to sleep on the second floor, the bottom one being the first, and my sister in the attic. She used to have sleep paralysis often. Then she moved out, and now I have her old room. She no longer has sleep paralysis, but I do. I think you guys are just being, like, possessed. Yeah. Yuck. Okay. So, my husband and I rented a really old house. We had to fix it up a bit before my son came home from the hospital. He was very premature, in the NICU for almost five months. We took down the wallpaper and painted, took down the popcorn ceiling, the whole nine yards. The basement was very unfinished and vandalized by teenagers that lived there before. We didn't bother finishing it because we didn't really need the room. I went down there once out of the year we lived there. Creepy feeling. Like somebody was watching you. Pissed. Sometimes that creepy feeling would come upstairs. I would give it a week or so thinking it was in my head, and then I would sit in the car with the baby while my husband burned sage to clear it out. He says the feeling while he did so was heavy, very angry, and he would see figures coming at him through the smoke. There were countless experiences there. The two that stick out in my head are as follows. I was showering and the baby was in a little bouncer seat in the doorway. I open the curtain and just as I do, the can of air freshener that was sitting on the back of my toilet goes flying towards my baby. If the door wasn't just slightly shut, it would have nailed him. I went full on batshit crazy. I started yelling and telling them that if they were going to mess with anyone, mess with me. He was just a baby. Blah, blah, blah. That's what they say. As I'm doing so, the detachable shower head went flying off at me and hit the end of his rope and the swings down. <sighs> Shut me right up. Oh, my God. This thing's like, all right, bitch, I'll fuck with you. Their other one is my husband and I were in bed and my son in his room right down the very small hallway fast asleep. We had, Oh, I don't like stories with baby monitors. That's creepy. We had a baby monitor because he was on oxygen and therefore on a pulse ox monitor. So I wanted to be able to hear his alarm go off. So my husband and I are laying in bed together. We usually will talk a while and then say our goodnights and fall asleep. We say our goodnights on this particular night and not even five minutes later, we both hear clear as day a little girl laughing into the baby monitor. My husband jumped up out of bed ready to kick some ass, but I already knew no one was there. I was stunned, literally. I couldn't move until I finally fell asleep. I do not miss that place. I wouldn't either. I'm like, yeah, no. (laughs) All right, next story. About four years ago, I moved in with my friend. He didn't tell me beforehand that he was having trouble with vandals. We kept getting stuff broken like our porch light or our doorbell. One night, I heard two people talking outside, so I grabbed my gun and looked out the peephole. It was dark, but I could see someone in a dark hoodie. I didn't think to turn on the light. I just ripped the door open and ran outside. I tripped over someone that was kneeling down that I didn't see. I grabbed a hold of him while we both were on the ground. He started yelling and the other guy started to kick me, stomping my head into the concrete. Then it felt as if I lost control of my actions. I grabbed my gun and pulled the trigger. It just clicked, but I kept pulling the trigger for some reason. I didn't chamber a bullet. One yells that he has a gun and they book it. I lay on the ground for a minute until I come to my senses and get up. I smell something weird, so I investigate. My welcome mat and side walls in the door are covered in lighter fluid. The house never got vandalized after. 
I always keep around in the chamber now. Is Probably that the best you idea? don't keep around in the chamber. It sounds like you right? would have like murdered somebody, shot a dude. But I mean, they are fucking with his house. It's true, lighter fluid. They're trying to like fake burn down his house. It's, fuck, I don't know. All right. Actually, I don't know how that would work. I think if it was lighter fluid on wood, it would catch it. It'd catch on fire. It's not like with cloth. Yeah. I don't know either. All right. Years ago when I was eight, my family lived in this big weird house kind of on the edge of a small town. The school district was in the middle of a big restructuring, so even though we were only a couple of grades apart, my brother and I went to different schools and took different buses. This left me as the last person to leave in the morning and the first person to get home in the afternoon which meant it was my job to make sure that all the lights were off and the door was locked. One morning, I noticed the basement door was open. See, basements are bad. (laughs) The basement door was open and the light was on before I had left. I turned off the light and closed the door. When I got home that afternoon, the light was on and the door was open again. I just assumed that I had forgotten to actually take care of it when I noticed it in the morning, so I went over to turn the light off and close the door. When I got to the top of the basement stairs, I looked, and there was a big, shadowy male figure towards the bottom of the staircase. I freaked out, slammed the door, and pushed a bunch of boxes against it, and went and hid in my closet. For months, I didn't tell my family because I was positive what I had seen was a ghost and didn't think anyone would believe me. Then about a year after the incident, my mom and her boyfriend realized small amounts of money had been going missing for months, totaling around $800 to $900, but never more than 60 at once. So we all walked around the house with flashlights trying to figure out how they could have gotten in. Turns out some creep was climbing in through the small hole in the outside of the house, shimmying through a crawl space, then coming up into the house through the basement. Realizing I had been alone in the house with him on at least one occasion was one of the worst, most terrifying moments I've ever had. Ugh, it's like that movie. (laughs) Ew. Within, they got people in, they got the dude in the walls. Ugh. You said that, that? Like, see, that's scary. That's scary. You said that, and my brain went, Bruno? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's only incident's not scary. That's sad. <laughs> right? No, I mean, oh my God, no. That, see, that's the scary shit. Is like, well, I guess maybe sh- they should look at it like this. Is that mm-hmm. that individual was like only there to like rob them. Uh-huh. And obviously was like seen. Yeah. And didn't do anything. Yeah. It's not like a ton of reassurement, but like a little bit. Yeah. It's still creepy, though, because it's like your house is supposed to be your safe place. And when it's not, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would scar me for life. Okay, guys, we got two more stories. I moved into another town. I was surprised by people who looked as they knew me, even though I saw them for the very first time. And everyone around was so rude, despite all of the other sources telling me how friendly people were. I was also greeted by, oh no, you again, in one place where I went for the first time. I was looking for a room to rent, and one of the owners told me he won't rent it to me because my co-tenants saw me following and stalking them. I was like, what the fuck? Am I doing these things and forgetting? Is something wrong with my mental health? Then I went abroad for three months. No such thing was happening there. Everywhere was normal, I thought. Guess it's just local culture. They do that to get rid of newcomers. Once I returned, I went to fast food to leave my resume. And the guy says, you were here a month ago and it hasn't changed. We aren't recruiting. Right. I was on another continent. I couldn't have just bought two plane tickets, spent several days and just forget about it. And my bank account wouldn't forget anyway. Valid. 
Good point. That's when I started to understand what was going on. And then one day, I finally saw myself on the CCTV trying to steal something. Right. Stealing, following people, stalking, and being disliked. Makes sense. There was some thief who looked exactly like me, even had similar hairstyle, which was in fashion around then. As of now, I already know of two guys who look identically like me. Ew, that's like the doppelganger thing. How, like, everybody has one? Apparently everyone has, like, 1,600. Oh, whoa. I need to, like, double-check this because I saw it the other day and it was like, there's, like, 1,600 people out there who look like you. I don't like that there's 1,600 people out there who look like me. Yeah, I don't believe that. (laughs) I've never met someone who looked like me. (laughs) Okay. Our last story. Oh, their username is Big Bad Al. Okay. My friend's boss bought an Audi A4 convertible back when they were new and interesting. One of the talking points was the pop-up roll hoops that were hidden unless you rolled it. A few months after buying it, he got to go test those roll hoops out, and he lost control and skidded down a steep bank at about 35 feet deep. The roll hoops did their job, and he survived with just cuts and scratches from the bushes he plowed through. The car ended up the right way and he got out, walked back up to the bank to the side of the road, then got on the phone to the police to report the accident. While he was standing there, there was a driver from a car that had seen the accident and came over to speak to him. Approaching from behind, the other driver asked if he was okay. My friend's boss turned around to reply and dropped dead. His neck had been fractured, but was in one piece right up until he turned his head, which severed his spinal cord. (gasps) Holy fuck. Shit. That's insane. It's like that episode of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Right? Fuck. Ugh. All right, y'all. Well, that is going to go ahead and wrap us up today for our creepy Reddit stories. We hope you enjoyed, and we will see you back here on Monday. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.